All right. Hello. Welcome back to the Key to Success podcast. And I have a special guest for you guys today. I have Mr. Eric Floor. All right. So first off, let me get let me get into the the like the the part of this podcast that I, I feel like everybody needs to know. Like this podcast is all about creativity, inspiration, um, and ideas. And this is like the person for that. Like he is amazing. He completely changed our school, uh, changed my career, like everything. Um, he for people that don't know, he was the principal of Collinsville High School for years. In 2008, he won Illinois Principal of the Year. Then he went to, I think it's Hananega. Did I say that right? Hananega. Hananega. And then from there, like, you know, he's an incredible principal up there. Like, he retired now. He couldn't, uh, couldn't, couldn't stay away, so he came back for more, and now he's a board member. He has two amazing daughters that are doing great things. Um, so, everybody, welcome Mr. Eric Floor. So, how are you doing, Mr. Floor? Thank you, Trill. You're very kind. It's it's terrific being with you here this evening. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I'm probably missed some things about you. Like, so tell us a little bit about like who you are and what you, what you got going on right now as a board member and everything that you got going on. Well, you know, being a board member right now is uh, a little crazier than normal with, with COVID. Um, so we have a lot more people attending meetings than normal. <laughs> a lot of them have opinions and, uh, you know, Terrell, that's good because it's important for a board to be transparent and to show the direction that we're, we're going with. And uh, so I welcome all the visitors that we have at the board meetings each month. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and, and the, the, the great thing is like having someone like you on the board, like with like school experience, I think that really helps out like the superintendent and the building principal, like when they're going through things, because you kind of have some of those experiences and you can kind of relate to them. And they probably could even ask you for advice. Like, is that something that you've kind of noticed in the board meetings that you're able to kind of lend a hand like when needed? Well, you know, Troll, when I retired, I thought I was done with school. I thought I graduated finally from school after <laughs> 31 years. But you know what? I'm still stuck in school. I can't find my way out. And uh, out of all the things I've done in life, being an educator is one thing that I think I might know a little bit about. And I'm very passionate about. And I'm passionate about our school being the best that it can be. Mm-hmm. So this gives me an active voice and a little small part in keeping our high school, a high school that parents and students want to attend. So Mr. Floor, like you've been in high school, I mean, like been in schools like for like over 30 years now. Like, can you tell us a little bit about how you've grown since like your first year as like a, a teacher? Like, how have you grown and what was that process like? Well, I'm still about five foot nine, five foot 10. So I don't <laughs> know if I've grown. However, I have grown a, uh, inspirationally, that's for sure. It didn't take me too long as a teacher at Pure Emanuel High School to figure out I can't do well on this journey by myself. Mm. I need help. I need I need people to help lead me the way. And so quickly, I found some incredible informal mentors that, that taught me the difference that you can make as an educator every single day. Now, that, that didn't stop from being a teacher. As administrators, the same way, I needed to find informal mentors along the way. And I found some great people for me to not be afraid to take a risk. Um, and I think my one of my best words of wisdom would be, we all need help at certain times. And having that mentor on our shoulder is great. And we're not going to get to the end of our journey without other mentors. Because as I said, you can't get through this as an army of one. You need people helping you along the way. And I've had some amazing people help me along the way. Yeah, that's actually one of the questions, too. Like, can you tell us a little bit about, like, the people that kind of, like, push you and encourage you to become the leader that you are today? Oh, 
there's so many great people. I wish we had hours to do this, but <laughs> I can start with Chuck Fabish back from, from Peoria. I taught at Peoria Emanuel. He taught at Woodruff. He was a physics teacher of the year, and he taught me so much about how to how to do more than just a textbook, how to really impact a student's life. Um, from there, administratively, uh, we can look at Dwight Township High School, and I had an amazing superintendent, Mr. Dale Adams, who, who, who taught me about making that difference on a school level, not just a classroom level, but a school level. You know, we look at Collinsville High School, which back in my day was a high school of champions. It's the Cahawk way now, and mm -hmm. it's a fantastic school. But you look at Dennis Kraft, you look at Julie Brown, you look at Sue Holmes, people who showed me how to be a better educator. Um, I wouldn't be where I would be today without them. And of course, probably my best mentor of all, honestly, Terrell, mm -hmm. my wife. That's a really great mentor. My wife, who's also, she's a middle school teacher, um, but she's instilled in me that, you know, to really go for that next step and not be afraid to take a risk because leaders need to, to take a risk and be confident in what they're doing. And she's always had my back and always been there for me. So, like, so you've been going at this, like, you've had like the same fire. Like when I talk to you today, it's the same as like when I, when I met you, like, you know, back in like 2011, like, so. What are your whys? Like, what is this fire that's inside of you that kind of like makes you keep doing all of these incredible things and helping all of these people and inspiring others? I, I love high school. I love students. Um, I love the impact that teachers make. You know, if we could talk just a little bit about Collinsville High School, mm -hmm. um, because that was an amazing journey. Mm -hmm. um, when, when I started my first year, I, I knew that they were in transition. So it was important for me to find a way that students and families knew that you matter. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think schools that really excel do a couple of things really well. That student experience is a premier student experience. And Collinsville High School now has a premier student experience that students believe they matter, they count, and they're connected to the school. You look at the alumni at Collinsville High School, they're proud to be a Cahawk. It's not just some saying, it's just not words on a page. Mm -hmm. You can feel that they're proud to be a Cahawk. Um, I think a lot of that stems from our student council and how it's not just one of the best in Illinois. Our student council under the tutelage of Mr. Cal Gordon, it's one of the best in the country. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and he gets students to believe. So it's, it's when, I, when I first came at, at in Collinsville, is finding those people who really believe in our students. And all I was, Terrell, and still am, hopefully some kind of little spark, a little mm -hmm. spark that can spark other people because it's not really going to come from the principal. If you really want to make systemic change, it's going to come from teachers and other people in the building, but mm -hmm. be that spark, be that system of support. Uh, so we had our welcome walk the first year. We were every, we went to every incoming freshman's house and we had a, a success packet and t-shirts and uh, trying to make our students feel like, look, you matter because there was perception that not that Collinsville was second rate, but we weren't maybe upper echelon like some of the other schools. Mm -hmm. And I think we changed that that uh, mindset over the years. And and we continued the welcome walk. And, and then teachers gained and, and grew in the welcome walk and helped us in that journey. And again, I have to thank student council because they, they bought the t-shirts every year. Kids love t-shirts, love t-shirts. You look at all the clubs and activities at Collinsville High School and, uh, you know, T-shirts are a big selling item, but again, it was Mr. Kyle Gordon that, that bought all our T-shirts for that. Um, but you look at all the clubs and activities that Collinsville has, it's a premier student experience that separates them from many other high schools. Another thing that Collinsville does very well is prepare students for the future, mm -hmm. whether it's CTE or if it's college or other workforce type of endeavors that students are, will go on. 
they're ready when they leave our building. Um, and again, those two things together are a very powerful system that Premier High Schools have in Collinsville High School. Uh, the Cahawk Way is definitely one of those high schools. Absolutely. And another thing that we kind of talked about, like I think it was last week or the week before, is that you hired some incredible people um, just for selfish reasons. Can you tell me, like, what do you look for in educators like in like when you're hiring? Um, because like you have like an incredible track record of hiring people that consistently win statewide awards. When I look back, probably one of the most important things a high school principal can do is hire terrific people. Um, I was so fortunate when I came at a Collinsville High School, there was a mass exodus of assistant principals. So I had an opportunity to hire three brand new assistant principals and they're all terrific. Mm -hmm. You know what, Terrell? They were better than I was in so many different areas. I'm going to hire people better than me and I'm going to have them surround me. So we make an incredible team. Mm -hmm. um, when I look at teachers, how, does that person love kids? Do they love high school? Do they love going above and beyond? Um, you know, and, and I would take a long time in interviewing to get the right person because once again, um, interviewing is so important. And I would have a cadre of people with me, including administration, teachers, and even high school students on the interview team. Because I think a high school student, especially a senior, has a vision, has a filter sometimes that us as educators may not see. So all those voices to the table coming about helped us find the right people that wanted to be at Collinsville. Wasn't just a job, wasn't wasn't a place that I'm gonna be at a couple of years, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. These are people who wanna make a career at Collinsville High School, which is so important. Yeah, and one of the things that you said, like it's kind of been a theme that's, that keeps popping up. Like when I talk to leaders is like, having the confidence to put people around you that are better than you, like, and not like feeling insecure about it. Like, I feel like if you're hiring people, like, and you're like the leader, like your goal should be to make them better than you if they're not already better than you. So I, I, I totally like that approach, like that you have, like, especially like when it came to hiring your administrators, that's really, really cool. I, I think it's important as an administrator with your administrative team or even in front of teachers, parents, and even, even students, an effective leader is vulnerable. We don't have all the answers. In fact, many times we don't even have the right questions, mm -hmm. but many are afraid to show that vulnerable side. I think vulnerability leads to trust mm -hmm. and trust is probably the pillar of relationship building, which again is uh, paramount to being a successful administrator. You have to have a lot of terrific relationships with your teachers, with your administrators, with your support staff, with your students, with your parents. Um, those That relationship building is so important to your survival and uh, the growth of the school as well. Absolutely. Like, like if I feel like if administrators don't have like those great relationships with like the teachers, I feel like ultimately like it hurts the students. You know what I mean? Because it's hard to ask um, teachers to do what's best for students if the administrators never do what's best for teachers. You know what I mean? And they never take that time to really invest in pouring the teachers. So I totally can see that. Um, that's, that's a really, really great observation. Um, another question. So. All right. So like you've been around education for a long time, you know, and you, you know, you know, you know, a ton. Right. So I have a lot of gray hair. Terrell. I have a lot of gray hair. Right. I mean, and then you've probably been through it all and seen it all at this point. If there was one thing in education that you could just snap your fingers and change, what would that be? Oh, that's a great question. You know, and this will be just a slight negative, but it can be a positive as huh? well. 
Um, unfortunately, the education from big school to small school, large district to small district, there's always going to be politics. Mm-hmm. And I think politics sometimes takes our vision away about away from the reason why we're there. And it's about students and creating a great environment for students. Politics can really wear an administrator down. Mm-hmm. Um, it can wear a team down. It can wear teachers down. So if I could take one thing away would be take away the politics and let, let's all realize all of us are educators. We're really all on the same team from the drama teacher to the track coach, to the, the CTE staff, to the cook, to the security guards, to the administration. We're all on the same team and that's helping students feel connected, secure, and wanting to do the best job they can in high school. Um, so less politics, more of us being one. Absolutely. And, and right now, like today, like things are probably more politically charged in education than ever. So it would be really nice to move beyond politics and just start doing things like to help the community, help children and, you know, just to really build up the community. So I totally agree with you. Um, and as an assistant principal, Trail, you're, you're going to feel the, the political angle sometimes. And that's where I think it's really important for two things. Number one, your team, your your administrative team is so important. It'll become family mm-hmm. and and you'll laugh together. You'll cry. Um but that, that bond of that team, that family of administrative team is so important. When I was in Collinsville, we were called, nicknamed the dream team. Mm-hmm. When, I went, when I went to Hananiga, we were called evolution because we evolve, <laughs> we keep getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's quirky, maybe not. Uh, it Love works it. for me. And I know that we met weekly and the best meeting we had every week was that, that administrative team meeting because we needed each other. And, and yes, we're going to talk about agenda items and move the school forward, but we're also going to take care of each other, which is really important. Another thing I'd like to add, he was another one of my mentors along the way, Mr. Jim Burgett. He used to be the mm-hmm. superintendent of Highland, um, terrific educational leader. Mm-hmm. He taught me about the power of PILI, P-I-L-Y. And I had it in my garage because sometimes when you come home as an administrator, you are just beat you're not in a good mood. You mm-hmm. want to bite something that's really close to you. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of times that's your family. Yeah. And at the end of the game, 30 years from now, you want that family to be intact. You want to have the best wife, proud of your children, and want that family to be number one. So I, I put a sign because of Mr. Jim Begret. It was a green poster right in my garage above my door before I got in the house. P-I-L-Y, people inside love you. Oh, Wow. Philly. That's from Mr. Jim Burgett. And, uh, you know, hokey dokey. No, no, it was really no, good. It really, because just seeing that sign after a rough day, really rough day, it would refocus me. Mm. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I still might need 10 minutes alone or maybe play PlayStation for half an hour, just <laughs> unwind. But, but those four letters, probably helped me through a lot of rough days. And, uh, you know, now I'm married to my wife over 30 years. I have two terrific daughters. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the power of Pilly goes a very long way. So how did you, like, finally reach that balance? I know, um, like, even, like, when I was talking to Skirtish, like, Dr. Skirtish, our superintendent now, like, he was telling me, like, he knows that I'm going to hit the ground running 100 miles per an hour and I could completely burn myself out. So, like, I'm right now, I'm realizing that he's right. So, like, I'm trying to figure out a way – and these are selfish questions for me now. Like, how did you find how did you find that balance? Like where like you could like, you know, accomplish all of these great things, pour into everyone at work and then still have something like to bring home. Like, how did you find that balance? I've learned a long time ago that there's 
there is no life work balance. It's kind of a fallacy. It really is. And I was a lot like you my first year at Collinsville. I went all in because we could fix something. The whole dream team, we're all trying to fix something and needed a little help. And the teachers were terrific and they joined us. And all of a sudden there's a surge of, of energy from, from doing the welcome walk. And later we had the academic signing day a couple of years later. We had, mm -hmm. we had a, a freshman mentoring system. We had a, a senior, um, project that students did. There's a lot of exciting things going on. So I had that enthusiasm that you do. I have it just talking about it now, thinking about those days. Mm -hmm. For me, it, it wasn't about balancing. It was about quality time. Mm. And so I would have pockets of quality time with my daughter. I would have pockets of quality time with my wife. I would take out my daughter and we would have father-daughter day. We still have father-daughter day. And, and now she's 25 years old. And those days are the best because we know during father-daughter day, there's no stress. We're just going to go with the flow and we're going to enjoy, enjoy each other's company. And uh, so I tried to pocket that quality time wherever I could. And many times there's a lot of events that, as an administrator you'll have to attend. Mm -hmm. I, brought my, I brought my daughter with me. Mm. A couple of great things with me. I could have a, a great time with my daughter. And honestly, it gives you a buffer too against parents who might be a little bit rumpled. They may act <laughs> a little bit kinder in front of a, a young child. Absolutely. Uh, so it probably works to my benefit as well. But I pocket that quality and, and it gets easier with time. You'll, you'll get more quality time as you're in the job a little bit right, right now that enthusiasm it's a great thing mm -hmm. but don't forget those people at home in pilly and because probably really without those people you're not where you are today not at all not at all i mean like like you said like my wife's a great mentor for me and so is my son like having a child changed me like oh, it yeah. made me it made me a much better professional like having him at home like i grow you know, just from having, you know, a child, like just, I mean, like knowing that I'm responsible for someone else, for their safety, for their protection, like all those different things totally changed me as a person and made me a much better educator. Um, another question, selfish questions here. Like, sure. I'm going to have you on the phone. So like, all right. So if like, what would you say like to like a beginning, like administrator, like myself, you know, I might know someone um, like, what would you tell them? Like, or like some keys to success? Like what would, what would you like describe to them as like the pathway to becoming an, a successful like assistant principal and then one day like a successful principal? Okay, that's pretty easy. Like any educator, mm -hmm. um, the administration is the same way. You don't want to get stuck in that silo. And it's so easy because you get so busy. All of a sudden, it's just Terrell and that's it. And who, who's talking to Terrell? What other uh, professional educators are talking to Terrell? Well, if he's not careful, it's just him or maybe just his district. The district's good, especially in a large district, but it's not enough. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you already took one of the steps. You joined IPA. I think IPA is one of the best organizations ever. And I learned from so many people in IPA that, that helped me grow as a leader as well. Plus all the professional development they have. And they also have mentoring. Um, I, I did talk to Dan Toberman about uh, having the district look for him for a mentor. Mm -hmm. And for all the assistant principals as mentors too, because IPA can deliver that. And they have a lot of great mentors in the Southwestern region that you can hook up with. Um, because it's nice to have people outside the district because sometimes you need to be vulnerable and vulnerable mm -hmm. away from the district. So I would find those people uh, from IPA. If not, I would search them out myself because you want to find the winners. And one of the best ways to find winners is being active on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Because Twitter is there are so many terrific educational leaders that you can kind of go under their umbrella and uh, learn so much. Um, mm -hmm. 
that got me away from in, being in that silo. And all of a sudden I had a lot of aspects that I can learn from and grow from and grab some ideas that could help out my school. Yeah, that's really, really good. Like I learned so much on Twitter already and I'm kind of new to Twitter, like to be honest with you, because before I was like, I'm not getting on there at Twitter and, and like we're doing TikToks and stuff like that. And then I got on there and I started following all these amazing educators and I'm just like learning and learning and learning stuff. Um, and then also like I kind of have this and I get to talk to amazing educators all the time now and I get to ask them their keys to success. <laughs> another thing, write them down. <laughs> another thing about Twitter I really enjoyed was from Collinsville and, and from Hananiga is I want to sell my school to mm-hmm. other people. I want them to be knocking down the doors of my school to bring their children in. And Twitter mm-hmm. is a great way to advertise your school because someone's going to tell the story of your high school. Yeah. And if it's not you, who is telling that story? Mm-hmm. You want it to be inspirational, positive people telling that story and getting pictures of students, getting videos of kids out, not just at sports, but at band, um, mm-hmm. at, at science uh, competitions, everything. Yes. Tell the story. It's so important to tell the story. And you don't have to be the only one. I mean, the whole ministry of team could be telling the story on Twitter. Um, of course, Facebook is very good as well or Instagram. For me, my favorite was Twitter. And it was a great way for me to gain a lot of followers mm-hmm. and get people excited that they want to be a a Collinsville Cahawk or a Hanunigi Indian. That was very important. Yeah. And it's definitely been happening. I know um, Dr. Skirtish told us that too. And like, what's interesting to me, and that's kind of why I started the podcast uh, just in general is like, I was looking on like, you know, like the news apps and it was like nothing but negative news. And then I know like some people were like, kind of like in this silo of negativity or whatever. And like, I just wanted to provide like a spot like where it's like some type of light like you know like we know that there's all of these issues happening in the world we know about the hurricane we know about COVID we know about all those different things and like they're all important and like all the feelings that people have are valid but I think all of us just need like a little bit of light in our day maybe even if it's once a week you know just to get some good news so I can't thank you enough for like helping me like coming on here and I guarantee you your interview today is going to inspire someone because it inspired me. Terrell, I'm just so proud. You know, I can remember interviewing you. I knew you'd be a, a key ex- as, asset on the team. And then and seeing you grow to become counselor of the year and now an assistant principal, you mm-hmm. bought in. You're mm-hmm. like one of those connected students. You believe in Collinsville High School. I do. That's what you need. You don't meet, need to be the smartest person in the room. You don't need to be the hardest working. But if you believe and then put in your time and, and share with others, that's a powerful emotion. Terrell, you believe and done so much good for Collinsville High School already. And you're not even done. You you're just like just getting a, started. An iceberg. I, I'm pretty excited about like where's trail five years from now. That's mm-hmm. pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm just getting started. And I think like for me, like my journey, like just it's all it's been about growth. Like I always knew that I could get a little bit better. I've been honest, like with myself, I reflect. I know like sometimes I don't say things right or like, th- you know, like just over time, like I, I've gradually kind of like tweak things just to get a little bit better each year. Like I set like a goal each year. Uh, this year, like my goal is like balance, like finding like balance in my life, like where like, you know, like knowing what's going on in the world, but also like involving positivity, like working hard at home, I mean, at home and at work, you know, and trying to find the ways to do things like to help everyone like and, and then like, you know, maybe like helping out people around the country and things like that, if I can, like as a part of like the American School Counselor Association or like with the podcast or whatever. Sure. I just want to I just want to create change, but I also want to have balance in my life so I don't burn myself out at the same time. You're going to be fantastic. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, I can't thank you enough, Mr. Floor. This is probably going to be the best interview I've ever done. I, this is definitely the best interview I've ever done. So I, I can't thank you enough for um, for just being here today. And um, for anyone listening to this today, like this is what's coming. So make sure you like, comment and subscribe to the channel. So thanks, everyone. And goodbye.